Hello, and welcome to Fortinet Live. I'm Derek Mankey, Chief of Security Insights on our Global Threat Alliances with Fortigar Labs. And joining me today is Courtney Radke, our retail CISO. How are you doing, Courtney? I'm doing good, Derek. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Never a boring day, like, like we say. It <laughs> keeps us busy, and uh, retail is no exception. So let's talk about that threat landscape, um, holiday shopping as well. I'm just curious, um, you know, what um, I want to talk about, you know, we released some blogs on this, but also get your take on some of the current threat trends that we're seeing. Yeah, I, I think it's unfortunate, maybe a little sad to say that it's a, kind of the same old, same old. Mm -hmm. uh, retailers have always known that the holiday season has been huge for, for threat actors. The attacks have been there. Um, there's always been emotional shopping uh, from, from consumers clicking on things they shouldn't. I think we're going to see a lot of the same of that this year, but um, maybe ramped up a little bit. You know, supply chain issues are abound. It's, you know, impacted not just, uh, you know, the international, but also domestic. So, we're seeing retailers have to pivot a little bit to support customers to try to get those products in the hands of the customers. It, the threat actors aren't using necessarily different tactics or techniques. No. Um, the, the targets are relatively the same, right? It's data, it's financially driven, it's people. Um, but what's what's changed is the surface area. Uh, we've seen over the last 24 months, the cloud adoption has increased. Um, it's, it's horizontally scaled for a lot of retailers to meet that customer demand. And, and now we've also seen that Physical storefronts, you know, the you know the landscape of those has kind of changed. They've moved from just traditional shopping spaces to they're doing warehousing, distribution, fulfillment centers, kind of kind of taking up some of the slack for supply chain challenges. So um, along with direct to consumer, we've seen a lot of retailers moving back into direct consumer space. So what we'll see this holiday shopping season and, and what we'll continue to see in retail is the marriage of physical and digital and and the security concerns and ramifications that comes along with that. Yeah, no doubt. And this is a growing space. It's a $9 billion space plus. And, uh, you know, and any target like that is going to be in the crosshairs for cyber criminals. And you're right. There's a lot of I, I always see this with the attack surface, right? And threat landscape, a lot of the old tricks, uh, they still pull out from the bag, right? We, we released the Fortigar Labs blog recently on Black Friday and, uh, and uh, online shopping that was doing something we've seen before, but again, it's effective, right? So they were ripping off at least 10 major retail brands, stealing imagery, mm -hmm. making it look real legitimate. But if you looked in the fine print on the sites, there are the typical grammatical errors and, and so forth, because they're creating their own templates also around that. But you know, these are typical scams, right? They're uh, mm -hmm. freshly registered domains, .top, .shop. They were putting in, um, you know, offerings too good to be true deals for products that usually don't go on heavy discounts, but you were talking 70, 80% discounts, right? So yeah, we still have to be cautious of that. It's a typical beware of those links and, and uh, everything that's happening with that too. Um, you know, we also saw the, um, uh, you know, hot targets right now, uh, like a shortage of products like gaming consoles, PS5, mm -hmm. Xbox as an example. Again, nothing new, but because these are topical, it's like it's like search trends, right? These are, are yeah. topical in the frame of mind and people are looking for them. We saw weaponized PDF documents also, uh, something that we called out in the blog, which uh, was not doing anything too clever, but it was coming from supposedly spoofed and coming from big uh, retailers for these products, offering discounts and availability. And um, what we saw in there is that they had a button asking for a CAPTCHA verification, right? Are you human or are you a robot? But clicking on that button within the PDF documents, we're not talking about an exploit, but simply getting the person to click on it led them yeah. to a phishing page. 
stage. Right? And, and that's interesting because that's often the stage gate to say, this is legitimate. They've, they've put it an extra step right. now to say, this is what we know legitimate sites are doing. And it's, you know, they're doing it to protect against the bots that are out there, the bots that have been buying up those gaming consoles. So people think this is good to click on. Let me go through here. It's, it's yeah. interesting because, you know, retailers have always used that, the don't miss the big sale, limited time only. You, you got to get it today type thing to bring in shoppers. And now that's kind of being used against them. Right. from the threat actors. Yeah, a little bit of irony there for sure. Um, so let's talk about the retailers because uh, you're, you're you're speaking to them every day. Um, so we know what we see from FortiGuard Labs perspective. What are you he hearing from uh, retailers as their top concerns? Yeah, I, I think, you know, as we said, there's there's the big shift we're going to see in, in online sales this year. There's hopefully going to be an increase. I, I think some some have said it's going to, you know, creep us over the 900 billion mark for the year in, in you know, digital sales and in online sales globally. And, you know, we're going to see more of that, as we've just talked about, spurned by the concerns, uh, click happy people to try to get the product before Christmas comes in. As we said, I want the Xbox or PS5. Um, they're also looking to try to capture market share during this time, use things as competitive advantages. Hey, I was able to provide this service or get this product in the hand of my customer as opposed to somebody else. Um, they're trying to use their own websites as, as, as opposed to the aggregation. So they're using their websites, their mobile apps, their loyalty rewards programs, their you know, discounting programs, using their platforms, getting more people to shop directly with them as opposed to the aggregators, which, which makes those spoofed domains, some of those things that looks extremely legitimate, that look like that retailer's page, even more enticing to click on. Um, and so it's great when everything goes to plan, when it's they're clicking on their websites, when they're going to their loyalty programs and they're capturing that market share. It's not so great when a consumer clicks on something that looks like it was you and now you have some brand reputational harm as a cause of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's really interesting. Um, so, you know, we, we, we know what we see today and it's a lot of the old stuff with sort of some new little twists put on it, like, like we called out in, in our blogs from uh, 40 Guard Labs. But where are we heading with this, Gord, in the next six months? Uh, to, to year, what 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 sort of threats are around the corner? Yeah, so I think as there's there's more use, as I said, they're they're moving to their own platforms, which means they're wanting to gain loyalty, they're wanting to gain those advantages. So they're going to try to get them on their mobile apps, they're going to try to get them on their web pages. And what we've seen is as as they try to increase that, the botnet activity increases. So I think it's somewhere a, a third of uh, login attempts to loyalty apps and and e-commerce sites are are not people, they're bots. We, I think our FortiGuard lab studies showed that botnet attacks have just gone up exponentially along with ransomware attacks and others. So we're seeing increases in legitimate traffic. Um, and so that means they have to ensure uptime availability and they have to scale out. But oftentimes that means they've opened up new channels for non-legitimate login attempts to come in. Uh, I think what we've also seen is as cloud um, infrastructure has had to expand to meet customer demand, there's not necessarily the people behind the scenes that were trained to run that. There haven't been the correct tools put in place for, for automation or multi-cloud visibility put in place. Um, and as we've seen, you know, the per prevalence of multi-cloud adoption in, in retailers go up and up and up, we haven't seen in-kind staffing increases because the cyber skills shortage has only been exacerbated. So, you know, tools we're, we're seeing, uh, you know, horizontally scaling web application firewalls, cloud workload protection, those things that they can scale quickly. They don't have to make giant sweeping changes and change underlying infrastructure. They can lay those on top of some of these existing services. So I think that's what we're going to see um, using more of the technology that's out there. Cloud is easy to scale horizontally. The security tools should be as well. Yeah, absolutely. And the botnets, uh, you're right, 100%. There, Corey, we had... Um... 
you know, if we look at the botnets, Mirai was the number one that we saw. So DDoS attacks, of course, are a big threat with that. But we're also starting to see, we also released a blog recently on this, some more innovative uh, targets and techniques, quite frankly, uh, specifically uh, crypto wallet addresses. We recently saw something that was, you know, being advertised essentially, again, social engineering as a, a fake gift card generator. Of course, um, these things are one of those too good to be true things, but for a lot of people who are looking for a quick buck to make, right, they find yeah. these things often on, on dark web or forums or just doing their own searches. Um, it's just like, you know, um, pirated software goods in the past. Most likely these are going to come with malicious things, right? And we right. saw that with the gift card generators. It's quite interesting because they were, uh, you know, infecting the systems with uh, a Trojan, right? That was actually mm -hmm. doing um, intercepting, was hooking API calls, intercept mm -hmm. copy and paste commands. And this was banking on, you know, any transactions through crypto. So whether receiving funds or paying and sending funds, what they were doing was simply uh, just bypassing all the, you know, sure they can do their multi-factor authentication and all that stuff. But if the endpoint was compromised, they would intercept that copy command or sorry, the paste command and just replace the intended address with the attackers. That's simple. They're doing yeah. a bunch of filtering. So we're talking about Bitcoin, Cash, Ethereum, Dogecoin. There's about six or seven different uh, you know, coins and platforms that they're looking at. I'm, I'm sure they're going to expand on that. But it was interesting because they're just banking on the, the end user, the victim, to do all all the work for them and just hopefully not to notice that. They're equal, equal opportunity attackers, right? And, and and you talked about that, What what's old is new. We we see, you know, a, a resurgence of Java because now Java is being used in a lot of the API calls and a lot of these right. APIs are being used because, you know, retailers are wanting to use their own platform to have to make calls to other services in their platform. So they're using API calls, the job is being compromised. That's an issue. You, you talked about, um, you know, I get SMSs all the time about gift cards. Hey, open this text, get your $1,000 gift card, you're the winner for Amazon. People click on those. And then the other one is is email. We, we forget about email still being an absolute huge vector for, for compromise. People are, as we said, making emotional purchases. They're saying, hey, here's the Black Friday sale early, click on this link. Um, it, what you said is, you know, we're still seeing some grammatical errors. We're see, still seeing some of those issues, but sometimes you're not. Sometimes yeah. they look pretty legit and there's no yeah. spelling errors or anything. I think one of the biggest concerns here is we have to remember that people at these companies, not just the consumers, but people working at these companies and people working from home, they're also consumers. They're also doing holiday shopping. And as we've seen work from home, what is considered a, a, a corporate device anymore? What is a protected device? Because the lines are blurred. So now... People that haven't been in the office for 12 months are clicking on things they shouldn't. People are at home with connect connections into their corporate environment are connecting and clicking on things that they shouldn't. So well, I think we have to look at what does zero trust strategy look like for some of these organizations? Yeah. How do they protect from harm um, when something is clicked on with, with sandboxing or something else? That's a, it's, we, we often overlook it because it's, oh, yeah, we, we know email is an issue, but it's still one of the biggest issues we need to tackle. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you, you're right on. So, what we, you're right on, like the grammatical errors, is an example. We are seeing weaponization of machine learning as an example to make social engineering that much more effective. And it goes back to exactly what you're talking about. We can't just we can't just bank on or you know say that okay, there's no grammatical errors, everything looks good, therefore there's no red flags. It's that whole attack chain we got to look at, and the whole coverage of that, including the ZTNA, like you talked about from the solution perspective too. And that's just going to continue to get better in effectiveness. I'm talking about from the cyber criminal side, as we've seen, right? They're continuing to, to, to tune this and make it a well, uh, more well-oiled machine, too. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so there's, uh, as we, we called this out in the threat landscape report, the uh, retail sector is no exception when it comes to attack activity, especially with ransomware and, and attacks, right? 
heavily in the crosshairs. So it's been great to chat with you. And obviously yeah. bad news, but the good news is that there is there is hope with this, right? There's a lot of strategy that we can put in place. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. I, I take, just be vigilant. There's hope, there's tools out there, there's services to use. So just yeah. be vigilant this holiday season, like every other season, but just maybe a little bit more this year. Yeah, absolutely. And rest assured, 40 Guard Labs, we're on the case. You can check out more about that as it unfolds with our advice and mitigation and recent research updates on blog.fortinet.com. I'm Derek Menke with Fortinet Live, signing off. Thanks again, Courtney. Thank you.